This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into All Sports Talk. Tim and Jeff, as they Mondays normally are, uh, looking out the dark window. Jeff, you gotten used to dark at five o'clock yet? I talked to my mother yesterday. I'll let you, then I'll let you answer. She's in the Eastern Time Zone. She was fussing about it getting dark at six. I said, Mama. <laughs> But anyway, I believe I lived two years of my life uh, in the Eastern Time Zone, and I—I uh, I, I tell you what—it it answers a lot of questions of why those people are grumpy. What is that? Eastern Time Zone. Well, people. That's what I grew up in. Jeff, eighteen years. Well, old. that explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't like it at all. <laughs> I, I much—I much prefer Central Time. Well, I do too. News coming on at ten o'clock and all that kind of stuff. The world kind of goes that direction. But anyway, that's not why we're here to talk. We're here to talk sports and uh, kind of a crazy weekend uh, football-wise. Middle Tennessee prepared to play its home game against Charlotte and a, what was turned out to be a super Saturday afternoon. I mean, it was just a glorious day for football or anything else. And uh, Friday morning, we think, is when the word came around that uh, Charlotte had a issue with COVID and they weren't coming. And so the game is off and I've heard it may be rescheduled, may not. The only time it could be rescheduled, Jeff, would be after the last game of the season, December 1. And I just have to wonder if if the, if the uh, game means anything as far as the standings concerned, they may play it. If not, I, I'd be surprised if they do. You got a thought on that? I doubt it. I kind of agree with you. I doubt if they'll be played. It, it might be, but uh, there's. <laughs> I mean, we know what attendance is going to be, um, and uh, probably will be. And um, there's just no real reason, maybe, to play it. I I don't know what's what Charlotte's record. Uh, if it's if it's a bold possibility in the prospect, maybe they might play. I, I, you know, somebody asked me about the bowls, speaking of which. And I wonder how many – I know there's several bowls that have announced that they're not going to put their bowl game on. But first of all, I don't know how many teams are going to be available to play. Uh, and you're taking a pretty good chance when you put your bowl game at a such and such time. The Nashville Music City Bowl, whichever whoever's sponsoring it now, is on uh, the 30th, I believe. Jeff, three days before the 30th, the COVID – team shows up or says we can't come because of that then they put that really in a real bind you put a lot of money and time and energy into putting on a bowl game to not have any uh revenue from tv coming in because that's all it's going to be it's going to be a tv studio for for espn right 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 and that the the music city bowl 
is one of the bowls that has announced it is definitely going to play. Sure, yeah, yeah, they're 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 now, starting to planning to. Uh, unfortunately, they don't. They may not be able to make that decision. <laughs> if somebody and the next question up. is, you know, supposedly you're supposed to have six wins. Well, a lot of teams aren't even playing enough to win six times. So right. are we talking about 500 record, maybe? Or all bets are off. We'll invite invite whoever we want to. I, I don't know what the I don't know what the NCAA will say about that or, or how they will decide. Uh, but you're right. There's a there's a lot of schools that are playing five or six games. Fair and, to uh, fair to say that uh, Middle Tennessee is not likely to be one of the teams. No, 37 bowls as of October 30th. That was a week ago or so. That's 74 teams, right, Jeff? Right. Ain't no way. No. That ain't gonna happen. No. And I'm, I, I, and I will do respect to everybody. I mean, I know it's important and it's nice and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but there's, it's, it's, it's going to be a real hassle, particularly if you're not playing in front of any kind of a crowd at all. Sure. And you um, don't get to go in and have the battle of the bands. You don't go in and have the chicken wing uh, eating contest. Right. You're going to go, get in a room, hunker down, go to the game, hunker down, go home. I mean, where, where? Where's the, you're not running around on the beach in Hawaii, I imagine. Uh, I uh, and as you are aware, the the Music City Bowl has been of the one one of the more successful bowls in terms of people that wanted to play in it, of having good football teams there, and of participation. Uh-huh. I, I mean, they've had tons of people come into Nashville. They love to come in there. Sure, yeah. And uh, I, I can understand why. If uh, if um, the, well, when 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 Middle Tennessee gets into a bowl game. Doesn't the city that the game's going to be played in matter a lot? Yeah. I mean, the destination bowl, if they played one at at West Point, a bowl game, I'd make a point to go as opposed to playing one in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, which I'm not sure is a destination city for me. You don't like Tulsa, I, well, Oklahoma? I, I shouldn't. For anybody from Tulsa, please don't look on the map up there. Anybody from Tulsa, <laughs> I don't see it. Uh, it might be. Wait a minute. <laughs> there is somebody. I was going to say that last week. I never got to say that. We had people, and we got people today from 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 Mexico listening uh, to me. Let me say Why Fresno. Doing that? Let me say Fresno, California. Then really, nobody in California is listening. Right no, now. no, there are no. I didn't mean no disparaging remark against Tulsa, but the point being, you wouldn't make a special effort to go to Tulsa. Nashville right now is a place where most people would say. If my team plays in Nashville, I'd like to go. Right. And I think that's the kind of point you're making. And I am putting the dot on that T, I I should say. Well, they're going to have that bowl if they possibly can. They have announced it. Now, uh, of course, the major problem would be what to do about the ticket sales, where there are not going to be any ticket sales, evidently, right? I don't know know that. I don't know what they'd do. Uh, It'll be TV money. We'll we'll run the whole show, I guess. But I I don't know how they're going to do it. Well, the people on Broad Street that that sell – booze and food and good times for three or four days right hotel right. rooms for three or four days that's not going to happen either well that, that's correct i mean there's a lot of folks that uh music city bowls music to their ears and they're to their cash register and that will not be the case this year at all well that's a shame because it is a it is a major tourist well i can attraction. think of three teams in the local area that will not be participating then we'll take a break middle I, tennessee mm-hmm. university of tennessee and mm-hmm. vanderbilt None of those have to, I think, have to worry about any bowl games. Well, wait a minute. Now, those three teams have four wins among them. Middle has two. Vandy has none. Tennessee has two. 
We could we could get the six wins. <laughs> we could all start team together. <laughs> but we'd have to, everybody would have to go. Cobble it together. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we've got to talk about high school football. Not a great weekend for our high school footballers in Rutherford County, but we're going to go over that right here on All Sports Talk. Hey, fellas, I want to encourage you to take care of your health. It's easier than you think at Low T Center. They're reinventing the doctor's visit, making it quick and easy to get all your levels checked, not just your testosterone levels. They offer a comprehensive health assessment so you know all the numbers important to your health. If you've been tired, grumpy, have lack of motivation and drive, or if you've noticed weight gain or loss of muscle mass, those could all be signs of low testosterone levels, low thyroid, or even sleep apnea. Low T Center will help you determine the cause of your symptoms and will help you get back to feeling your best. It all starts with their quick and easy health assessment and is covered by most health insurance. Low T Center's concierge medicine, exclusively for men. And now they offer monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments, providing convenience and additional health monitoring measures for your safety, including a take-home blood pressure monitoring cuff. Self-injected home treatments are just $135 a month for self-pay or covered by most health insurance. Schedule your health assessment now at LowTCenter.com. Center, reinventing men's health care. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto together they're where life happens i'm state farm agent andy wama it's smart to protect them together to help life go right give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto hello again and this is lenny farmer funeral pre-planner for jennings and Ayers funeral home and cremation services i know i know you have a lot of questions concerning how to plan for those final days It can be stressful, but it doesn't have to be as stressful and won't be when you get your questions answered way in advance. That's what I'm here for. Call me with any questions you have about your personal funeral needs. With 25 years of experience in this industry, I can help you put your questions to rest. Call me at 615-893-2422. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. Here's what's coming up this week on WGNS Sports. On Tuesday night, Rick Stock's still live as Coach talks about this upcoming weekend's game at Marshall. Now that begins at 9.30 airtime on Saturday morning with our pregame, so be sure to tune in. Also Thursday night, it's Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees. Friday night, State Farm Prep Football as we head to Oakland. Oakland hosts the Mount Juliet Golden Bears. That's Thursday night, 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock for the kick off of State Farm Prep Football. Saturday morning, it's the Prentice Alsop Heating and Air Coaches Corner. It will begin at 8 o'clock and we'll have MTCS Cougar Corner right before the 9.30 airtime of Middle Tennessee football at Marshall. So a big sports week coming up right here on News Radio WGNS. I'm Brian Barrett. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. I did not formally introduce Jeff Jordan. Most of you know who Jeff is when I said Tim and Jeff are here, but Jeff Jordan brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Collin for all your financial needs with Edward Jones right here in the city of Murfreesboro. Uh, Jeff, uh, high school football playoffs week one is in the books. Everybody played except Division II, AAA. They've only got eight teams in there 
whole deal, so they did not play this past week. Several of our teams did play. Some of them were not so successful. But uh, Riverdale and Oakland certainly took care of business, and they're probably on a track to play each other, wouldn't you think? Well, it would be an, another week, and that, that could well happen, yes. Why don't you go through the scores, and we'll, then we'll comment as we need to do. Well, Columbia Academy um, did not come to Middle Tennessee Christian School. They had COVID problems, and so Christian School picks up a, uh, a win when the score on that is one to nothing. That's, that's what they do. Independence uh, destroyed Laverne 49-14. Hendersonville beat Blackman 30-21. to Franklin beat Smyrna 49-13. Riverside, which as you know is in Parsons, Tennessee. Which Decatur is County. Decatur County. Uh, out in West Tennessee somewhere. <laughs> and no one's ever actually been there, I don't think. Well, actually, I've, I've been there. I, I think it's way. right along I-70. I mean, not I-70, Highway 70, I think. I, uh, I have 40. Right. Well, 70 and 40 are fairly parallel. 70 is the old route to Memphis. And oh, my goodness. 40 is the new route to Memphis. Okay. Anyway, the score was 26 to 8 over Eagleville. Um, the Riverdale and Oakland both uh, both shut out their opponents, much to my surprise, really. Riverdale beat Wilson Central 40 to nothing, and Oakland beat Rossville 49 to nothing. So that is those last two scores certainly are terrific. Uh, this week, are you ready for this week's schedule? Well, let's go ahead. We've got a caller on the line. Oh, okay. And I'm going to pose the question to you that you don't answer now. I'll let you po- answer it. You can think about this. Which of those scores was most surprising to you? Mm, okay. But we have a caller on the line, so let's go there. You're listening to All Sports Talk. Welcome in. How are you with you, Jeff? How y'all doing? Well, we're doing good. Doing good. We thought you maybe got lost someplace. I hadn't heard from you in a while. Oh, no. I've just been busy working at the... Where you the post mine? He's got me running all over town. So I got you. Fair enough. What's on your mind today? I, I watched. I watched the uh, Franklin and uh, Smyrna game uh, Friday night at Smyrna, and uh, of course I know Jess Pryor said that score Smyrna lost. Of course, pretty big, big loss for them. But I tell you what, my, my, uh, I tell you what, some college coaches did come over to Franklin, recruit some of them offensive linemen. Sort of like Monster Mash over there. He got about six seven. About I think it's like about three twenty five or something. Some of them linemen. Well, I was going to say, it, it tells you the strength of where Williamson County is right now. Franklin that, being that good is a four seed to beat Smyrna, because Smyrna's a good football team. Yeah, yeah, they are. They're pretty good. They just they ran, they made some mistakes. But I was going to tell you about that game, uh, uh, Jeff and Tim. Franklin had 15 penalties in that ball game. Good. And they, and they had, at, at one time, they had four straight procedure penalties, false starts. Sounds four like the Bears penalties. yesterday. They did a lot of that. <laughs> Their, their offensive linemen, they had the ball at their own 10-yard line, and they kept doing false starts. They kept moving it back half the distance every time, like at the five, the three, and two and stuff. They kept moving it back. <laughs> and, and, and at one point, they had, it was third and 19 from the one. Well, it comes a point in time to say, go, go ahead and go, go early because we can't, they can't penalize you anymore. We are, you can't back <laughs> it up any farther. <laughs> take a, t- take a chance. you do. And I was going to ask you, too, one final thing, guys, about, about high school. I know you're going to get the playoffs and different games and things. But uh, I saw there was three overtime games in the bracket this, 
the brackets, we all the brackets combined and said some real good had some real good uh real good ball games and, and everything as far as some some of the games were brought out some of them were pretty good as far as close uh real close type of uh Type of uh, type of ball games, but have you guys seen the new districts and regions uh, hanging out? And I wanted to ask you what you guys think about Ray Bannon's chances of being a finalist for Mr. Football in six day. I see he's a final five. They got, of course, a couple of weeks to decide he's going to be a finalist. But I'll just hang up and listen, guys. I enjoy your show and uh, have a good week. I'll talk at you soon. See you. Fair enough, uh, Jeff. I'll let you go ahead and answer your question, then we'll kind of get to any of the points that you would like to talk about with Jeff Collins. Which of those scores from last week surprised you the most? Um, I I think he he said it. That, I think so too. That's kind yeah, of the, kind of what I kind Franklin of leading Smyrna. into Franklin Smyrna. Not that Franklin won. I wouldn't I wouldn't have been shocked by that. But Jeff, the number there was really surprising. Yeah, it it that that's a big a big number particularly it was played at the dog pound where Smyrna is usually really tough and and they are a good football team uh franklin just evidently uh, had a really good night I, I don't know i wasn't there but uh, uh I, it was unfortunate well they had a lot of penalties he said well, 60 <laughs> yeah that's a lot isn't it you know I, I, this is also subject of high school but to the point of when a team has twice the yardage of another team would you think they'd win the football game i would other than the fact that you have five turnovers, which is what happened to Vanderbilt on Saturday, they out outgained Mississippi State two to one, but had five turnovers. So you're not supposed to lose when you double it up, but you're not supposed to win when you get five turnovers. So taking care of the football is really important. I think the Bears had a lot more yardage than Titans too. Had some more, and and I don't know how because Bears were horrible offensively. Hey, um, I, I I I was disappointed that of course we. You know, I, I hate it when any of our teams lose, but um, you know, we we got it down to, to Riverdale and, and Oakland now. I, I mean, that's the, and and Middle Tennessee Christian are the three schools that are still left. Um, and I I think there is at least an opportunity here for the the opponents. I think the Middle Tennessee Christian will not be favored in their next game, and I think Oakland and Riverdale will be, but uh, it, it, it could be close. Well, pray tell who they, will they be playing, so we'll know who they're not well, or, or our favorite against. Middle Tennessee Christian uh, is uh, six and four, and they go to uh, University School of Jackson, which they're eight and two, and they are uh, in the playoffs. Seem like about every year. And there's a really good bunch of, of uh, two AA schools over in that area. I mean, they they, they play a tough schedule for sure. Mount Juliet seven three. They're at Oakland eleven and zero. Riverdale nine and two. They're at Hendersonville eight and three. So um, uh, the, the, those are the matchups for this Friday night. I understand. Uh, I believe that Brian is going to the Oakland game this week. So uh, so that ought to be a great broadcast, and I hope we have the right kind of winner. I also wrap up the season for you, Tim, uh, r- real quick. Um, the Seagull finished at one and nine. Blackman at four and six. Rockvale at one and seven. Eagleville at five and six. Laverne at five and six, Stewart's Creek at five and four, and Smyrna at five and four, and only one team in the county, one was totally unaffected by the COVID virus, only one, and that was Eagleville. Really? They played everybody that they were supposed to play where they were supposed to play them, I believe. Everybody else lost I, one or gained another opponent or something. I hadn't really thought about that very thing, but that's a. Uh... It kind of tells you how, how long range touching could be. Rockvale was not Rockvale. Uh, uh, Stewart's Creek was supposed to be in the playoffs and did not play their first round game, even though they earned the spot to be there. 
because of COVID. Yeah, very unfortunate for them uh, uh, because I think they had a real chance to win that football game. And uh, and who's to say how deep in the playoffs they would have gone? But they didn't get that opportunity, and I'm sure that's that's going to bother a, a lot of those kids. Didn't get basketball practice has started, and that's around the corner. And we're going to have to fight that COVID thing all the way through the season, I'd imagine, there with different things. We'll talk about that later on, but – Jeff, I think football, basketball is going to be more of a challenge than football was, in my in my view, since it's indoors and you got to do all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and and they'll of course they they play a lot of games besides their district between now and um, Christmas. Particularly, a lot of non-district games are played, and um, I, I did have a, a, a I don't know chance this last week or so to um, talk to. Um, the broadcaster from uh, Bradley Central, uh-huh. and um, he we had we had an opportunity. He said they were going to come up here, and I don't know anything about this at all. But anyway, what he wanted me to do was to broadcast their games from up here. Okay, um, and I know they're playing Blackman, and I I think they're playing somebody else uh, also, maybe two or three other people. I don't know. But we finally agreed, first of all, that I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and that's the first thing we agreed. <laughs> and the second thing, we got to talking about it, and he readily admitted that, it, you know, these games might not even be played. Sure. And uh, and I, I kind of agree yeah, with Yeah, you know, well, let's take a break. we got to come back. and talk. I want to talk about Middle Tennessee's basketball schedules that are out, which Conference USA is going to really – unusual route and we'll see if it makes sense to me and you and anybody else listening in chip walters will probably maybe talking about that on blue raider inside port we'll check it out and see here in just a few minutes Hey everybody, Evan Lee Raymer here with you with the Evan Lee Raymer Show. I want you to tune in with us every Sunday night from 8 until 10. We'll talk about some politics, some local politics, national politics, and a little bit of everything. That's the Evan Lee Raymer Show with you every Sunday night from 8 till 10. Good afternoon. It's quite heavy, but it's moving on 24 East, coming back over from Davidson County into Rutherford County. Stop and go out here, sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard, crowded at times, sections of Thompson Lane. Heavy 231 headed back out towards Shelbyville. Hey, if you're looking to buy or sell a home, call Tony and Nikisha Tate, the Tate team. They'll help you with all your real estate needs. Call 554-9795. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. It's Commander Chuck, and it's my goal to get you to and from work each weekday around the congestion and all the accidents. Listen for my traffic reports every weekday morning and afternoon here on News Radio WGNS and see real-time traffic information at ontimetraffic.net. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. 
It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. It is time for Chip Walters and the Blue Raider Insider Report. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and let's talk Blue Raider football. First of all, a story that dominated uh, Friday and throughout the weekend was the cancellation or postponement would be a better description of Middle Tennessee's game against Charlotte. The uh, 49ers had uh, COVID cases and contact tracing issues within their program and were not able to make the trip. So what is the status of that game? Well, nothing has been determined as of yet. Uh, We'll be talking to Coach Rick Stockstill tomorrow night during Rick Stockstill Live. But just looking at what the conference has already announced as far as makeup games, for uh, COVID-19 casualties. Uh, They have used the two Saturdays after Thanksgiving weekend to do that. The first on December 5th and the second being December 12th. And it appears that the conference championship game may be moving to December 18th. Well, Charlotte already has a makeup game scheduled with FIU on the 5th. They do not have a game scheduled on the 12th. So my guess is that they may be trying to uh, get that game rescheduled for December 12th here in Murfreesboro. Not putting it down in ink on my calendar yet, but uh, lightly in pencil at this time. Over the weekend, Florida Atlantic beat Western Kentucky 10-6. Marshall, this week's opponent, we'll talk about that in just a minute, knocked off uh, knocked off UMass 51-10. Southern Miss over North Alabama 24-13. And then you had four games that were postponed. Charlotte at Middle, Louisiana Tech at North Texas, UTSA at Rice, and FIU at UT. Those four were postponed. Coming up this week, Friday night, Florida Atlantic will be at FIU in the Shula Bowl. And the schedule for Saturday, Gardner-Webb at Charlotte, Middle Tennessee at number 15, Marshall, North Texas at UAB, UTEP at UTSA, Rice at Louisiana Tech, and Southern Miss at Western Kentucky. Right now, Marshall has been the class of the league, and they have blown out just about everybody. They are unbeaten coming off their win over UMass. They've got a great freshman quarterback a bruising running back and a defense that's allowing less than 10 points per game. Kickoff on Saturday will be at 11 a.m. Central Time, and uh, you can hear the broadcast right here on the Blue Raider Network. 
Well, uh, caught up in all of that activity on Friday was men's and women's basketball releasing their schedules. The Blue Raider men and women will each open the season on November 25th. That is the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. The men will be playing in the Gulf Coast Showcase down in Fort Myers, and the Blue Raiders will open on Wednesday the 25th at 1 o'clock in the afternoon against the Akron Zips. Second game of that uh, tournament will be against Abilene Christian or East Tennessee. That will be on Thanksgiving Day, and they will play a third game on Friday against a team from the other half of the bracket. The Lady Raiders will also open on the 25th, and what a big first weekend they have. Starting on Wednesday night, the 25th, the Lady Raiders will take on the Lady Cardinals of the University of Louisville. So they will be a top 20, if not a top 10 program, when the rankings come out. And then on Sunday, November 29th, Wasn't sure we'd ever see this again, but Vanderbilt will be playing Middle Tennessee at Murphy Center. So both full schedules can be found on GoBlueRaiders.com. Might want to check those out because they are a little bit different. We'll be talking about that more as we go along this week. Have a good day, everybody. Take care of yourself and be nice Uh, to each other. You talked a little bit about about basketball schedules, Jeff, conference and football as well. I think I'm going to stick to my guns. I'll be surprised that Charlotte football game gets played on the 12th, but that that is the possibility that we'll uh, be there for that. Middle at Marshall this week. Uh, Basketball-wise, Jeff, you're going to Friday, Saturday. Doubleheaders is not the right word for it, but back-to-back games. And so when Middle Tennessee plays Western Kentucky, they play on Friday and Saturday night, both in the same city. So it's cut down on the travel. So forth. It's kind of odd, to, though, to play a team twice in two days over and over and over. But uh, the travel will be cut down on, and I say, thinking outside the box. And it, I guess it's probably a pretty good idea. I don't much care for it to look at it, but it's probably a good idea. No, I don't like it either, but but I think it's, it's, it's a decent solution to a difficult problem. It'll, it'll, it'll cut your expenses somewhat. It, it, and the big thing, I guess, is that it cuts your exposure. Yeah, you know, um, to this virus, um, and it's uh, also I think I ought to point out here. Um, meant to mention this the last time that, and I guess I'll just remind everyone that um, I'm not well. I, I shouldn't say what day it is. My day to pick my seat for middle basketball is Wednesday, so um, I, I've got to go over. I guess life. I need to look at my email today, then, don't I? You might ought to check that out. <laughs> Uh, I've got to go over there and um, check in and and find my seats uh, or request a seat or whatever. And if um, if if you as I understand it, and they explained it to me very carefully on the phone, that if you sat last year, if your season tickets were in an even numbered row, you would not be in that row again because those rows were going to be empty. Well, mine's in row eight, so I'll be. I have to sit somewhere else, but that's really not a problem. You know, I don't care. Just, but anyway, I get to go over and pick my seat for the season tickets. Well, let's just hope because I'm a basketball fan. You are too. Let's just hope we get the season in. Yeah, bas- high school, middle schools, colleges, and all the way through the line. And and speaking of which, let's take a break. I heard on the radio coming over here today. Uh, decent possibility that the Toronto Raptors are going to play their home game in Nashville this year. Oh my goodness! In the NBA. I did not know that, that. At least that's on the radar. Oh, what's what's why? Because Canada has a two-week 
oh. quarantine period. That's why the <laughs> baseball teams had to play in the in the U.S. That's right, they did. They had to stay here. Toronto Blue Jays didn't play in Toronto this year. They had to play in Buffalo, didn't they? Well, their home games. Well, that's the kind of team I want to be on. I go to Toronto, play, and then get to stay two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, you uh, okay? Well, well, let, no, let's when take, I get to stay two weeks, yeah, I guess. <laughs> take a break. We'll be right back. Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall shop where the dealer shop. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. This is All Sports Talk on a Monday afternoon. Tim and Jeff uh, with you, 893 1450. If you'd like to call or text us with a question or comment, we'd be glad to take that on. We were talking about basketball at Middle Tennessee and. Uh, the schedule of Conference USA come out with conference schedule, at least, Jeff, will be middle will go on the road to play a Friday and Saturday night game with the same opponent. That will be the back-to-back games, and that will be the two games that you'll play. The next weekend, likely to be home and do the same thing on Friday and Saturday night. So it's going to it's going to interfere with high school basketball. A lot, a lot of that will happen. And uh, it's, it is a, just a weird situation to look at. Well, I, yeah, it, that is rather strange. I, I, I think too. I don't know. I, I'll, I'll ask you. Had you rather go to, say, Monday, Monday, Saturday, or Tuesday, Saturday games, or would you go Friday, Saturday? Is it, what was my first option? Well, I was going to say Monday, but whatever, Monday, Monday or Tuesday and Saturday. Well, but they don't want to stay that extra day. No, I understand that, but I'm talking about as a fan. Oh, as a fan. As a fan, I'd rather do what they've been doing. That's what I mean. Yeah. I had too. Oh, absolutely. There's no question about that. And and, and they will go back to that once it's, this other situation is over. Because clearly this is not, from a fan standpoint, this is not what fans would be interested in doing, frankly. No, I, 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 I think I would... I might be worn out with it to Friday and then go right back the next day and see them again. I don't know that I want to do well, that. Well, let's, let's, just, let's just say that uh, El Paso comes in here, Middle Tennessee kicks her rear end 35 points. Good, I like it already. On Friday night. Yeah. Are Am you going to go, no. go back on Saturday night no. and see the same thing? No, probably not. Or the other way around? No. Let, let's say that happens. Not, not going to do it. Probably not. So, would there be people out there? I'm thinking in my mind – I've got four of us sit together. 
likely possibility that four of us will go on one night and my daughter and son-in-law and whatever might go on the other night. You kind of share the, share the, the fame. Well, my great-grandson, Skyler, will go. <laughs> he will go any night of the week as many times as you want to go. Okay? And he'll eat popcorn, and he won't miss anything, including the band, pep band, cheerleaders, dance team, or the teams. He'll miss nothing. Skyler is hes a fan, buddy. Do you like the women's games at all? I, you know, I don't, I don't know that we've taken him to a, a women's game. Uh, maybe we did. He likes activity. He likes people that run and jump and have a big time. Music? Does he dance to the music with Oh, the he's with it, yes. He's probably listening right now, by the way. Oh, Skyler, hello, if you are. Yeah, he, uh, he, 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 um, he doesn't drive himself, you understand. <laughs> but he is, he is in the car going back to Nashville between 5 and 6 o'clock every day. So He's Bell- old? Bellevue. He is three and a half. Can't reach the pedals then, can he? Cannot quite reach the pedals, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What kind of what kind of ball club are you expecting? Uh, let, let's go women first. Rick Hensel opens up with Louisville. They, they always play a really good schedule. It, yeah. It's easier in the women's games to get those games here. They, they played Kentucky. They played Louisville. They played Tennessee here. They they Rick's been able to do that well. Uh but uh, Louisville, is, Jeff, the last five years probably been as good a program as there's been in women's basketball. Right, and and I wouldn't dare try to make people think I know anything about the Louisville women, except I can assure you they're going to be pretty good. I, uh, but uh, Middle Tennessee itself is, uh, as you know, uh, it, it predicted to win the conference, uh, and I think they were. I think we can say without. Any hesitation that they will be competitive enough to do just exactly that. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm hopeful for that. Well, something would have to go pretty haywire for it not to, which is always possible, an injury or two right. here or there, yonder. But, uh, Jeff, the one thing that they've got, it's good at perimeter play. We know that because we saw it last year. That Most of it's back, and they've got a new kid from Ole Miss who's <laughs> their leading scorer that will add to that mix. So, on the one, two, and three positions, we I feel pretty good. Yeah. Four and five have been a little bit more of a problem for us the last few years, size-wise in particular. We've got some experience there, Jeff, but we don't have a lot of size coming back. But we've got three new girls that uh, have six, three, and, and over, and, and let's hope one, two, or three of those can play a little bit. Well, I, I, without uh, no disrespect intended for anyone, but in the last few years, generally speaking, for the men and the women, finding – Big people that can play inside, skilled big people who can score and defend, that has been a problem. And I, and I can assure you that it's probably a problem for a lot of people, but it's it's really been noticeable for us. Well, you mentioned the score and defend. The scoring side of it has, has worked out fairly well in many cases, but it's very tough. For, let's take an Alex Johnson, who had a great scoring career. But, Jeff, when you're six foot trying to defend the 6'3", the, 6'4", the kid on the other end, I mean, that's just really tough to do. It, it is. It's, it's difficult to keep them from getting the ball. And if you double there, of course, you, then, then, then you leave somebody at least partially open. That's a problem. And then once they get the ball down low against you and they've got three or four inches on you maybe uh, and have, have some skills, that's very difficult. You either foul, double team, and foul, um, or, or they score. And it, it's been a problem for us. At least somebody – Jeff, along the line, is going to come along and say, I've heard this before. We've got some big kids that can play, and it just hadn't panned out. So don't you imagine more than a few are waiting for that 
third and fourth and fifth game to say, now I can say we got what we want to have. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess that's probably true. Uh, and, and you look at a lot of the teams, well, I, I, I probably said enough already. I, 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 hope, I hope this year that, you know, we do, do not have those problems. We, we have some people that are certainly going to contend for those inside spots. They have, we have some size, uh, and we'll see how Rick gets them into the mix. Somebody might be listening in in El Paso or wherever it happens to be, don't know a lot about the Lady Raiders, and they would, happen, they would be talking to us and say, they must not have been very good the last 10, 15 years. <laughs> Jeff, that's not the case at all. No, it's They've not. done it in, in different kinds of ways, but year in, year out, uh, what is the least number of wins Rick's had in the last 12, Oh, I don't remember, 12, 13, it's, 15, 16, It's got to be uh, 18, I think. Anything under 20 is, a, is, is considered a bad year. Yeah, that's correct. You're, you're exactly right. And also, uh, we have had um, some some opportunities, and we have been successful against teams that uh, somehow, some way, we've managed to really compete with or beat that were considerably bigger than us. Well, uh, Vanderbilt comes to mind. The yeah. last what within the last three or four years, Middles has beaten Vanderbilt every time they played it. Did, did, did they play last year? I don't remember. I don't think they did. I I don't think so. I I want to say that the two years before Middle had won that game. Now, Nick McDevitt, year three, clearly needs to make some some noise this time around. Last season was a very disappointing year. First season, I think he got a clear by, and I I thought they made progress. Most of us did. Toward the end of the season, they'd gotten better. Last year, not much happened. Had some injury problems, but uh, need to make some – Make, need to make some noise this year. Do you recall, and you see most games as do I, men's games, do you see, do you remember games where you saw um, uh, what what you could call a, a, a lack of effort or a lack of hustle on the part of the men's team? No. no I didn't either. No. And year one, they did it with, what, seven scholarship players. Yeah. Last year, they were had nine or ten. We thought the depth might help a little bit. It didn't. But no, I I don't at all. I really thought that much. I really thought that in in year one, the bunch he had in in that first year. I really thought that way. Last year, I guess I was so disappointed with the scores, I didn't notice as much. But no, they play hard. I think they do too. I think they play. I think they play with with uh, effort and hustle, and I think he coached the same way. Uh, I I don't believe he gave up on them at all, Um, and drove them as best he could. But for whatever reason. And uh, it just it just didn't work out for us. And one of the reasons was our failure inside. I don't think. Oh no, no doubt about it. Well, um, Coach McDevitt, I'm sure would love to see a much better year this way too. Yes. It's a, it, it, it just works a lot better on the bench when you're having a few W's or a lot of W's, as a matter of fact, along the way. It makes practice much better. And we just have to see how that goes. Uh, for those that uh, are interested in tickets, to either one, you just have to call the ticket office and see. I don't know. How many season tickets, if any, would be left? I think, Jeff, didn't they say like 1,800? Is that what they're going to allow in the stadium? I think so. Something along that line, which I imagine is about the season ticket number. Again, I don't know that. All right, time for a break. We've got uh, about 10 more minutes when we come right back on All Sports Talk. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes. For Premier Six Theater, they're now open. 
Hi there, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamm and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your realtor. 2020 appears to be another dynamic year in real estate, and if you've been in your home for a while, you might be surprised what it's gained in value. Get in touch with me, and we'll set up an absolutely free, no-obligation real estate review for you. Go to my website, choosechip.net, or give me a call, 615-542-1915. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Good afternoon. It's quite heavy, but it's moving on 24 East, coming back over from Davidson County into Rutherford County. Stop and go out here, sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard, crowded at times, sections of Thompson Lane. Heavy 231 headed back out towards Shelbyville. Hey, if you're looking to buy or sell a home, call Tony and the Keisha Tate, the Tate team. They'll help you with all your real estate needs. Call 554-9795. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Sir Pizza. If you haven't tried Sir Pizza, it's truly an experience that has to be tasted to be appreciated. Dine-in, delivery, and carry-out on East Main Memorial in South Church. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. This portion of All Sports Talk brought to you by First Bank, offices across the state of Tennessee in Murfreesboro, for sure. And Jeff, yes. driving down Memorial Boulevard the other day, I noticed a First Bank sign on a former bank there on Memorial near State Farm, so it appears there's an expansion taking place. Okay. So, another opportunity for you to well, there you go. bank with First Bank as well. well Jeff, brought to you by Celeste Middleton. No, I take that back. She, she She's still a good person, though, right? Terrific. Fans Heating and Air and uh, Lee Colvin for your financial needs. Uh, let's talk Titans just a minute. Pro football. Well, they've, they've reached- want, I tell you what. They... <laughs> Brian Barrett's way ahead of the pro people. How's that? Uh, well, he he can adjust his game and where he's going to go, what he's going to do. The the game, as I understand it, for tonight, um, as I understand it, is the New England Patriots and the Jets. That's tonight. What a fascinating matchup. <laughs> <laughs> They're two and uh, eight, nine, ten, eleven, thirteen, Maybe. something like that. I don't know. It's they're terrible. But anyway, they're 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 playing tonight. But the the Titans do have a, a game on on Thursday, right? More than a game it is really the game. It is to the season because they play the Colts. Well, it's very important. Of course, that's a, that's a division game. It is, and the Colts are the only team in the division have any shot to give the Titans one, a challenge. They're one game behind us. One game behind. But yeah. you wanted to talk Titans, so talk Titans. Well, I'm talking Titans now. Okay. They play Thursday night against the Colts. They do. Uh, yesterday. <laughs> we'll be pulling players out of bars by the time the season is over. We got a guy yesterday that hadn't even met all his teammates, and he scores a touchdown. It's amazing. Titans win yesterday. I didn't watch a lot of it, Jeff, but what I did watch it was enough to see that I didn't really need to watch it all because it was really not a very exciting football game, to be sure. Bears, offensively, until the last two touchdowns, which were late in the game, didn't get a lot done, but they got a lot more done than the Titans did. But Titans got a, a turnover pick, uh, scoop and score, they call it, to kind of stretch it out. But uh, not an impressive win, but it is a win. And the Bears came in at, I think, 5-3 and three or something like that. So five they're a pretty good team. Five and two, I guess it was, I, um, and that is correct. And they, they, <laughs> they certainly struggled. Uh, at, and really, the Titans didn't exactly set the woods on fire. I, I, you know, they, and they had 
three or four new players, and the, the the and their great punter was hurt. He didn't play. Um, and I was serious. I, I, I'll tell you something though. I I was watching uh, this this new player whose name I think is King, King. right? He, he's from San Diego. Quarterback. Yeah, and um, he. He was, I assume, played well. I don't really know, but he did pick, scoop up a fumble and ran it into the end zone from a considerable distance out. And there's a guy chasing him. Now, I just want to tell you how slow this, how our player, how slow he is. The guy chasing him is the quarterback for the Bears, Foles. Foles, and Foles can't catch him. But he doesn't fall behind, and he's slower than me. I'm gonna say Foles got to be. Mid-30s at least. <laughs> He's every bit of it. But anyway, I was glad to see this guy contribute. And I was serious. He he met his teammates Saturday morning, as I understand it, and had practiced virtually a time or two. That's it. Don't you imagine there's more than a few Titans fans saying, what a fantastic pickup. That guy came in and yeah. made a great impact. Jeff, I don't care who was on the field for the Titans, picking that ball up and taking it to the house was not – anything special it, at all it, I'm not, i don't want to take anything away from the kid but he didn't make that play he no he, he, he picked it and ran with it no he did not the uh simmons i think actually he, made the play i think that's right uh and and this guy it could have been any of looked like on the film maybe three or four people i'm not you know discarding what the guy did and that that's that's wonderful he did exactly what he was supposed to do uh, sure. But anybody could have done it. I have no idea if he can defend anything. I don't know. Well, he's doing, supposed but. to be a pretty good player, but yeah, as, as I say, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's more than a few Titans fans today that, man, what a great pickup we made. The guy's already come in and scored a touchdown, and I think that's probably a little bit overstated. Well, I, I'll say this, too, and I, I, I kept hearing it on the news last night. Um, uh, the Titans' losing streak is over. It's over, and blah, blah, blah. I thought that <laughs> – Two games. They don't know what a losing streak is, whether you're a Washington fan, <laughs> as I am. My goodness. But anyway, I was glad to see him win. That's six wins. Um, uh, six and two. That's 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 really good. And it, you know, you're you're figuring that you're going to make the playoffs. Got a shot at nine wins, and probably pretty assured at ten wins. And we got six, so we're doing something right, Jeff. Let me pose this question in the three minutes we've got left. You're an AD at a college program. I retire. How do you how, <laughs> immediately if I get a check? <laughs> go ahead. How, what's your position on extensions for coaches? And kind of bring this up: the the Tennessee University of Tennessee coach got a two year extension after the second win of the season this year. They were two and zero. Got a two year extension, and since that time they've gone four straight. And the fans are up in arms. I've heard more than a few people concerned about the extensions that Rick Stockstill's gotten each year that he goes to a bowl game and extensions there. I'm a Rick Stockstill guy. I, I like Rick, and I, and I pull for him, and I want him to do well. But I do know the last two years it, it's not gone so well. So uh, I guess that's my question. It really puts an AD in a bad spot. If When the extension was signed at Tennessee, let's say, and they had won six games right the year before, the end of the season, and two this year, I'm going to bet most of the people right now screaming and hollering for his head were excited about the fact that they were able to tie him up for another two years. You think? Probably so. Probably so. And I, I think we we tend to make errors, and I'm not talking about any individual coach here particularly. I'm just uh, saying that uh, it's, it's, it's a risky business, and you've got to be really, really careful when you do that sort of thing. And we have the same, uh, well – 
problem sometimes in other areas, not just not just coaches. Uh, why do you do that? Well, you, you, I guess there's a lot of reasons. You want to secure that he that that coach he or she is coming back or will be there, and you want to make sure nobody else gets them, right? Sure. Uh, they, they did that with Clemson coach this year. Put it in his contract that he couldn't take the Alabama job if he was ever offered it. I mean, that's in his contract. Yeah. Um, because everybody's expecting Nick Saban to retire. He's nearly 70. He may or may not. I don't know what he'll do. But anyway, I do, I do not like these long extensions. And I, and I think they did with Texas A&M. But that a 10-year contract? I wouldn't doubt it. I don't with know that. Timbo but... Fisher? I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of years. And I think a lot of times you end up regretting, you know, well, I wish I hadn't done that. Um, and, and if you're the coach? Do you want the long-term contract? Let, let's go to Marshall this year. Three years ago, I know for sure, Marshall people were wanting that guy fired. He's there. Now he's got him as, what, number 15 in the country, something like that. If you're if you're that coach, do you want to go ahead and say, I want an extension so I can stay here at Marshall for the next umpteen years? Or do you uh, – no, I don't want an extension because I want the ability now to go out and shot myself to university of such and such. Right. It can go either way, can it? It can. For sure. I, 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 I haven't had that problem. I don't know about you. No, no, I haven't either. But I, I do think we we tend to, well, I, I don't know. It's just, it's a very tricky business, and it's hard to know how far you extend somebody. I, but you see a lot of schools that, uh, since we're talking sports only here, that regret doing that. Um, are, and, and sometimes you, you, it doesn't make any difference what you do. The guy still leaves. Right? I mean, you know, it's in his contract. One last quick question, mm. coaching-wise. Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Do you change coaches there? They're not going to win a game this year, it doesn't look like. No, I don't think they are. No, probably not. Um, I, uh, I I think he does a, a reasonably good job. He did a really good job Saturday. still lost. Um, I, think, I think the whole Vanderbilt situation needs to – I think Vanderbilt needs to step back and really assess what they're trying to do. In football, for sure. Yes. They are behind the eight ball in yes. four or five different areas, for sure. All right. We haven't solved anything, but we've had a good time. I hope the people listening have it as well. Monty Hill will be in tomorrow for All Sports Talk. Thanks for listening. We'll have a great night. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Hall, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.